You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Manchester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. It is good to be here preaching on. It's an honour to preach on the last Sunday of the year. Not only the last Sunday of the year, but easily the best looking Sunday of the year. I like to call it Showcase Sunday because everyone turns up in their brand new Christmas outfits. The shoes have never been so white. The auditorium is filled with the scent of new perfume. Ladies are wearing their new makeup and some people are taking advantage, I can see, of the new gym membership after the last few days. It is Showcase Sunday. Hey, turn to the person next to you and say, you're looking fresh. Now uh, turn to your second choice, your other neighbour. Apologise for that. And tell them they're looking good. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever bought a Christmas present for someone and known instantly that you nailed it? Like it is the perfect gift. You are buzzing for them to open it because you know them and you've absolutely nailed it. You know what I mean? You've done your research. You've been listening to them all through the year. What do they want? What are they talking about? Saving things in the Amazon basket for them. You've been asking friends and family, what are they getting to make sure you're not doubling up on the same present? And it gets to Christmas Day. They open it and their face tells you it was the perfect gift. You absolutely Nailed it. Now, I know that I've probably divided the room slightly because some of you here have the gift of giving gifts. It's a beautiful thing. You've got the gifts of giving gifts and that's so nice, but some of you are like me and you have the gift of receiving gifts. That is your anointing. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen if you are a gift receiver in the house? So I've divided the room slightly in this place. But what I want you to do is I want you to turn to the person next to you again and tell them either... If you're a gift giver, a time you've nailed it when you've bought someone the perfect gift, or if you're a gift receiver like myself, a time you have received the perfect gift. Go ahead, tell someone right now, tell someone around you a time that's happened. So good. Okay, everyone bring it back this way, bring it back this way. Bring it back this way. Okay, chill out. This is like, come on now, we're trying to get to the Word of God. Chill out, bring it back. The gift receivers are just so excited about what they've been given. Let me just say, if you want me to preach that well, you should talk that much back at me in this preach. If you can talk that well to each other, you can talk back. So I'm gonna need some amens. Give me an amen. Amen. Give it a preach it. Give it a hallelujah. Oh, you're good, church. You're sounding good. For me, the greatest gift I ever received was way back when I was eight years old. Everyone go, ah, little eight-year-old Joe. I mean, this gift was everything I ever wanted. This was it. It was circled in the Argos catalogue in June, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) If you know what that is, you're old. Deal with it, okay? It's fine. It was circled in the Argos catalogue. 
I had been asking my parents every day for it and every night I had been praying to Jesus that He would make them get it for me. I was getting God involved. I was like, Lord, if you've done it for Jimmy down the road, you can get it for me. Come on, I received the gift. Come on. I wanted it. I needed it. I asked for it. And then Christmas Day comes around. On the year 2001, I tell you what, my parents nailed it when they got me. Drum roll, please. A PlayStation 2, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, my mind was blown. I couldn't believe it. God had answered my prayers. I'd asked for it. I needed it. I pleaded for it. And a PlayStation 2 was given to me. And my goodness me, I played on this thing day in, day out for the whole of December, right? I was like the 25th, I was up every night playing it. I reckon week on week, I was playing with it. I loved it, I needed it and I got it. But then mid-January came around and the thing that always happens, happens. I went to my parents asking for the next new thing because I'd received the gift that I wanted, but then suddenly... I had a new list. I had a new thing I needed. I had a a new request of my parents, the gift givers. You know what? At times, I think we can treat our relationship with God in the same way. I think sometimes we can treat our relationship with God in the same way as eight-year-old Joel, who received the gift they wanted and needed and prayed for. But then when the mid-January comes around, a few weeks later, you've got a new list for the next new thing. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 2.8 that salvation is a gift from God. Salvation's 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and it's not of your own doing. It is a gift from God. It costs more than we could have ever paid for it. This salvation, this this gift from God, it's what we wanted even if we didn't realise it and it's definitely what we needed. This was, this was it. It's everything we needed. We look for cheap knockoff versions of salvation all our lives all over the world. And then we receive it and it changes everything. It, it changes everything. Suddenly we're full of joy. Suddenly we've received the thing we wanted. Suddenly we're so excited and happy and joyous because we've got what we wanted. But just like eight-year-old Joel, how easy is it to receive the gift we wanted and asked for and needed and then go to the gift giver God and ask for the next new thing on our list. You know what happens at this time of year? It's, it's good in many ways, but I want to explain it. What happens is you get to the end of a year and a new year approaches 2024 and you think to yourself, I want to dream big. I want to ask big of God. I want to pray for things. I need things. I've got my list of what I'm doing. I've got my word for the year that I'm declaring and I need God to do something in my life. And it's good. We should do that. We should ask of God. We should go to God with our requests. In fact, in January, we're going to talk about that. What does it mean to dream? What does it mean to ask? But before you ask of God, I wonder if first we need to look back and look at what He's already done in our lives. Because He's given us a gift. And just like eight-year-old Joel, I wonder if we've neglected what He's already done in 2023 and we want a whole new year for Him to do something else. 
And that is good to ask, but I wanna look back and see what He's done already in my life and your life. And I wanna hear the praise of the people who are grateful to their God. I'm gonna read Psalm 103. Band, you don't need to join me yet because I'm going there a little bit earlier. Psalm 103 says this. One to five, praise the Lord. Someone say praise. Praise. I'm so glad three of you understood that. Someone say praise. praise. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my innermost being. Praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all His benefits. Someone say forget. Someone say not. Come on, forget not all His benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies the desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Audacious church. At the end of 2023, before we do anything else, before we come with our list of requests, I think we've got to forget not. I think we've got to forget not all His benefits. I think we've got to forget not what He's done in our lives. I think we need to forget not the salvation that we're walking in freely, paid at the highest price, but we got for free. Forget not. Forget not God's goodness. Forget not your freedom and salvation. Come on, who's thankful to be free? Who's thankful to be saved? Who's thankful that you're walking with a God who loves them and is for them? Forget not your calling and purpose. Forget not His supernatural power at work in and through you. Forget not your answered prayers. Come on, now some of you have prayed prayers and you've seen them answered. Come on, forget not what He's already done in 2023. Forget not your miracle. Forget not your healing. Forget not the breath that is in your lungs. Forget not all He's already done. He's already done so much. So in 2023, before we dive into 2024, we need to forget not. Turn to the person next to you and say, forget. Turn to the other person and say, not. If you want to draw close to God in 2024, you need to end 2023 with praise and thanksgiving. If you want to draw closer to God in 2024, you have to end 2023 with praise and thanksgiving. Well, how do I know that? It's because the Bible tells us praise is like the password into God's presence. When you, go to a, when you go to our offices at church, you have a little passcode, you put it in. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, security and all that. You put it in, you open the door and you're in. Praise is the same with God because praise draws us closer to God. How do I know it? Psalm 100, one to five. Come into His presence with singing. Know the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. This is the bit. Enter His gates. That means there's gates. And how are we entering them? With thanksgiving and His courts with praise. 
If you wanna draw close to God, if you wanna see God move in your life in a new way, if you wanna bring your request to God, the first thing that comes first is always praise. It always will be praise. It'll never stop being praise because praise draws us closer to God. Praise is saying no matter what I'm going through, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter how great or terrible my year has seemed, I'm going to remember, forget not, I'm going to remember how good, gracious, loving, generous, powerful, beautiful, worthy, our God is. Forget not. Don't praise Him despite, praise Him because. Let me unpack that a little bit more. The idea of despite everything I'm going through, I'm going to praise God is right. And it's good. And we should do that in the valley or on the mountaintop. We praise God all the same. It is good. But let me say this, God could do nothing else for you in your entire life. He could answer no more prayers and He'd still be worthy of eternal praise because He's already given you everything you need. He's already set you free. He's already moved in your life. He's already defeated death in the grave. Don't praise Him despite. That's not what I'm talking about. And we talk about that and it's good and we should. I'm saying praise Him because. Praise Him because He's good. Praise Him because He's worthy. Come on, what's God done for you? That's not a rhetorical question. It's a real question. What's God done for you? What's He worthy of praise for? The band can join me. How has He come through when no one else would? Where has He taken you from and to? Because I know where He's taken me from and to. Because once I was lost, I was chained. I was broken. I was in need of a Saviour. But I can tell you I'm not there anymore because of Jesus Christ who saved me, set me free and made me whole. Where is He taking you to and where is He taking you from? What blessing are you living in now because of Him? Someone say forget. Someone say not. Shortly, we're gonna put this into practice. We're gonna actually put this into action. If you reach under your seat, you'll see that there's a pink slip. We call them praise reports. I don't want you to fill it in just yet. Thanks, Andy. But I want you to hold on to this for me. And what I'm gonna get you to do in a second is I'm gonna get you to remember. I'm gonna get you to look back at this year and look at all God has done already in your life. And you're gonna write it down on this paper. You're gonna fold it up. You're gonna take it home with you and you're gonna stick it somewhere. So on the first day of 2024, before you bring your request to God, you can go, well, look what God already did. Look what He's already done in my life. Look what I'm thankful for. Look what I'm praising Him for. Hold on to that for me. Don't feel that in just yet. 
Your praise is not determined by your circumstances. The outcome of your circumstances is determined by your praise. How you praise is not determined by how you feel or what you're walking through. But for sure, the outcome of what you're walking through is determined by whether you praise or not because it draws us closer to God's. Praise is always the precursor to a breakthrough. Praise is always the precursor to our miracle. Praise is always the precursor to our victory. So if you wanna see something shift in 2024 and step into this year stronger, before you do anything else, before you do anything else, you need to look back and remember how good your God is. Some of you, this is gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult because you're thinking, Joel, you don't know my year. That You don't know the pain. You don't know what I've walked through. You don't know the disappointment. It's true, I don't. But I do know, I do know how good, how powerful, how faithful our God is. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you three things. And maybe these are the three things you write down. I don't know, I'm gonna give you three things. We can all, every person, every believer in Jesus can be thankful for and praise His Name for. Number one is simply this, we praise God because we were created on purpose for a purpose. Audacious youth are smiling because for the last however many years, Pastor Andy and Karis have been saying it. And for the last two years, Amy and myself have been saying it. But it's true because you were created on purpose, for a purpose by a God who loves you. And if there's something He's worthy of praise for, it's the fact that you're not a mistake You're not here by mistake. You weren't placed here just to make up the numbers. You're not a cookie cut human who's been put here. You have been created on purpose by a God who has a purpose for your life. He's got a plan for you. And you know what? That's worthy of praise. Because you, when you wake up in the morning, you can go, God, I thank You that I'm here for a reason. God, I thank You that You've called me and You know me my name. You know what, God, I thank You. You know the hairs on my head that You've already mapped out a path for me. You can praise Him. We can all praise Him because You were created on purpose for a purpose. Psalm 139 says this, For You created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise You because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them full well. Someone needs to hear that. Someone needs to hear that. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't care what's been declared over you. I don't care what's been spoken over you. I don't care what family members have said, maybe in this Christmas season, you have been created on purpose for a purpose by a God who knit you together. He knows the hairs on your head. He knows every detail of your life. He loves you. He's for you. He created you. You're made whole in Him. You're made whole in Him. You can praise Him because you were created on purpose for a purpose. Number two, we can praise God because He is faithful. I could just leave it there. He is 
faithful. 1 Corinthians 1.9 in the Amplified guys, God is faithful. He is reliable, trustworthy and ever true to His promise. He can be depended on. God always keeps His promises. He's faithful to His Word and His nature. He never changes. Everything around you might shift. Everything in society might change. Truth might be thrown around in the air. What is it? What is it not? But God always stays the same. His Word always remains. It never changes. It's never shaken. It is strong and dependable because God is always faithful. He'll always be our provider. He'll always be our healer. He'll always be our banner. He'll always be our strength. He'll always be our shield. He'll always be our comforter. He'll always be our strong tower. He'll always be our hope. He'll always be our anchor. Why? Because He never changes and He's always faithful. I've told this story before. In the last year or so, Amy's dad, Doug, got diagnosed with cancer and uh, it was bad and we didn't know why it happened. We couldn't explain it. it. It was painful. It was real. It was happening in real time. And even though the circumstance was painful, we had a choice to make. Do we trust He's faithful or do we trust in the situation? And we made a choice. Amy, Amy's mom, Shirley, myself and Doug, we made a choice to choose to be trust His Word because He is faithful. And we came to the verse, Romans 8, 28, we sang it today. We know that in all things, not some things, not a few things, not the little things, we know that in all things, God works together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purposes. We took His Word. We took the truth He never changes. And we said, well, if you're faithful, I'm gonna praise no matter what the outcome of the circumstance is. Whether He's healed or not, you will work it for good. And let me tell you in this room right down here at the front, I can tell you that on the other side of our praise and trusting in His faithfulness, Doug was healed. Doug was set free from his cancer. And, but what came first? What came first? Praise, trust, trusting in His faithfulness. We look back at His track record, we've seen what He's done before and we knew He could do it again. Number three, we praise because He has redeemed us, saved us and set us free. It's a gift I talked about at the start. He saved us. He saved us when we were so lost, when we were so broken, when we were so far away from God. Jesus Christ came down, lived the perfect life, died on a cross, took our sin, took our shame, took our condemnation, took our punishment and He set us free. And my friends, that alone is worthy of eternal praise and thanksgiving and gratefulness because no one could do it for us but Jesus. You can look for a Saviour in the world, you'll never find one, but you'll find one in Jesus Christ because He redeemed us, He saved us, He set us free. Psalm 103 says, forget not all His benefit who forgives 
all your sins and heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. You're redeemed, you're saved. Come on, if that's, if that's not worthy of praise, I don't know whatever is gonna be worthy of praise. You have been set free. We were lost, but are found. We were broken, but are made new. We were chained and bound by sin, but we now walk free. Why and how? Jesus Christ, our Saviour. God is in the business of redemption. It's what He does. He redeems and He saves and He loves. And some of you here today, as I've been preaching this message, you've heard that and you've gone, that's what I need. That's what I wanna write down to be thankful for. That's what I wanna praise Him for, but I've never received that gift that you've been talking about, Joel. I think some of you here, maybe you've come with friends and family and you've been in church before, or maybe you grew up in church and you're thinking, yeah, I know I need that. I need a Redeemer, a Saviour. I wanna write, be able to write that down on my praise report. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now in this moment to receive the gift of salvation. Every eye closed in this place and every head bowed. Maybe this is your first time in a church. It's the first time you've ever heard this idea of Jesus being your Redeemer and Saviour. Well, today's the day. Today is the day you received a gift that was bought at the highest price, but is given to you freely. And all it takes is praying a prayer. I'm gonna count down from three. And if you wanna receive Jesus, walk with Jesus, step into relationship with Jesus, I'm gonna ask you to be brave and put your hand in the air. No one looking around, just me and a couple of the team, just to make sure we don't miss you because we wanna pray for you. In three, you're loved by God. You are created by God for a purpose. He is for you and with you. In two, no one is too far gone. He is a redeemer. He is in the business of redemption. In one, hands up if that's you right now and you're receiving Jesus. Hands going up, hands going up. Thank you, Jesus. Lift it nice and high so I can see you. Thank you, thank you. Hands going up. Five more seconds, we're not gonna miss this opportunity. Thank you. Two more seconds. Thank you, Jesus. You can put your hands down. What we're gonna do is we're gonna pray this prayer all together. We're gonna repeat this line by line, audacious church, we're gonna help them out. If you put your hand up, you're gonna pray this with everything you've got. Repeat this, dear Lord Jesus. I believe you are real and I can see now that you love me. I know I'm not perfect and I've made some mistakes, but right now I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died on a cross for me and that you rose from the dead. I wanna stop living my way and invite you into my life. I wanna trust and follow you as my Lord and as my Saviour. From now on, my life is yours and I wanna live for you, amen. Come on, that's the greatest decision. Come on, it's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life to follow Jesus as your Lord and as your Saviour. In a second, 
You're gonna be able to go out the doors and get a Bible from the team to stay where you are for now and wanna help you with your next steps. But before we close, my question to you, Audacious, is how will you end this year? On the last Sunday, how will you end your year? By remembering how good your God is and praising Him for it? Or by focusing on the next thing you need from Him in 2024? Those praise reports I talked about. Right now, I'd like you to pick them up. And I want you to write something that you're thankful for and praising God for. As I said, it might be difficult, but He's worthy of praise. It might be hard, but He saved you, He set you free. If you just put your hand up a second to go to receive Jesus, you can write that down. I'm praising you because you saved me and you loved me. I'm gonna rush this moment, we're gonna take a few seconds. Then what we're gonna do is you're gonna fold it up, you're gonna hold it in your hand and we're gonna worship our God. And you're gonna thank Him and praise Him and lift Him up for all He's done and all He's gonna do because He's faithful and He's worthy and He's beautiful and He's your King and He's your Saviour. A few more seconds. Okay. Some of you are still writing, that's okay. If you finish writing, I want you to hold it in your hand and I want you to stand to your feet and then I'm gonna pray over you and then we're gonna sing. If you finish writing, stand up, stand up, stand up. It's okay if you're still writing. And then we're gonna worship and we're gonna praise and everything that's written down on that piece of paper, you're gonna go, God, I thank you that you never left me or forsaked me that You never abandoned me, that You were always with me through the highs and the lows. Every hand raised in this place, lift up that piece of paper. Father God, right now, right now over every individual, we thank You that You've been faithful, that You've been good, that You've never left us or abandoned us. God, I thank You that You're true to Your Word that You always come through, that Your promises are yes and amen, that You always keep Your Word to us and that You're working on our behalf. Even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it, we know that You are good and mighty. God, we pray for 2024. Would it be a year of more blessing and outpouring on Audacious Church? But before we do anything else, we wanna thank You and we wanna praise You and we wanna lift up the Name above all names, King Jesus. Come on, church, would you give Him praise in this place right now? Come on, lift up your voices and praise Him right now in this moment. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com.